Hi, my name is Joshua Marsengill. And this is Mary Marsengill. Welcome to the Abundant Encounters podcast, brought to you by Bibles for All Ministries at BiblesForAll.com. What you're about to experience is a practice in meditation that we believe will help you in your daily devotion to receive and celebrate real encounters with the real God. There are two tools we use to help in the receiving of God's abundant encounters in these podcasts. First, the Word, and second, a prophetic act. Throughout the Word of God, we see encounters happening to God's people throughout the books and stories of the Bible, and often prophetic acts were used to bring real encounters. From Joshua's army marching seven times around a solid wall, that fell after a prophetic shout to healed men carrying mats on the Sabbath day. Through the process of demystifying encounters and increasing our value for them, we begin to cultivate a lifestyle of deeper and real connection with the real Trinity of Father God, Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ our Lord. When we sow into God's economy, We reap a life-restoring and life-giving harvest of such abundance that overflow is uncontainable. The seed is the Word of God. The field is our heart. Let the seeds go deep and believe with us for the beautiful bride of Christ we've been promised. Be adorned with the beauty of all her promises. Let's pray. Father God, we come before you. We believe you are here with us in this place. You are here with us. We love you, Lord. We really love you. Our full affection is for you. Now, in this place, my affections are turned to you. Father God, we give you our ears. We are yours and you are ours. We pray, Matthew 18, 18, Father God, that you'd send binding and loosing angels to us right here and they'd bind up every hindrance that would keep us from you and loose every revelation and encounter that you have for us to receive. We are yours and you are ours. Let's begin our encounter adventure through the creation account in the book of Genesis. Let the story fill you. Pretend you've not heard it before. Hand over your imagination to the Lord Jesus and let him paint the picture. We're reading Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2 verses 1 through 3 from the Passion Translation. In the beginning, when God created the heavens, the earth was completely formless and empty, with nothing but darkness draped over the deep. God's Spirit hovered over the face of the waters, and then God announced, Let there be light, and light burst forth. And God saw the light as pleasing and beautiful, He used the light to dispel the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness 
night. And so evening gave way to morning, the first day. And God said, Let there be a dome between the waters to separate the water above from the water below. He made the dome and called it sky, and separated the water above the dome from the water below the dome. Evening gave way to morning, day two. And God said, Let the water beneath the sky be gathered into one place, and let the dry ground appear. And so it happened. God called the dry ground land, and the gathered waters he called seas. And God saw the beauty of his creation, and he was very pleased. Then God said, Let the land burst forth with growth, plants that bear seeds of their own kind, and every variety of fruit tree, each with power to multiply from its own seed. And so it happened. The land flourished with grasses, every variety of seed-bearing plant, and trees bearing fruit with their seeds in them. And God loved what he saw, for it was beautiful. Evening gave way to morning, day three. And God said, let there be bright lights to shine in space, to bathe the earth with their light. Let them serve as signs to separate the day from the night and signify the days, seasons, and years. And so it happened. God made two great lights, the brighter light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He also spread the tapestry of shining stars and set them all in the sky to illuminate the earth, to rule over the day and to rule over the night, and to separate the light from darkness. God loved what he saw, for it was beautiful. Evening gave way to morning, day four. God said, let there be life. Let the waters swarm with sea life and let the sky be filled with soaring birds of every kind. God created huge sea creatures and every living creature that moves of every kind, swarming in the water and flying in the sky according to their species. God loved what he saw, for it was beautiful. God blessed them, saying, Reproduce and be fruitful. Fill the waters of the sea with life and the earth with flying birds. Evening gave way to morning. Day 5 God said, Let the earth produce every class and kind of living creature, livestock, crawling things, and wild animals, each after its kind. And so it happened. God made the wild animals according to their species, livestock according to their species, and all the creatures that creep along the ground 
according to their species. And God loved what he saw, for it was beautiful. Then God said, Let us make a man and a woman in our image to be like us. Let them reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the livestock, over the creatures that creep along the ground, and over the wild animals. So God created man and woman and shaped them with his image inside them. In his own beautiful image, he created his masterpiece. Yes, male and female, he created them. And God blessed them in his love, saying, Reproduce and be fruitful. Populate the earth and subdue it. Reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every creature that lives on earth. And God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant growing throughout the earth, vegetables, and every fruit-bearing tree with its seed within it. They will be your food. They will also be food for every animal and bird and every creature that moves on the ground, every creature with the breath of life. And so it happened. God surveyed all he had made and said, I love it, for it pleased him greatly. Evening gave way to morning, day six. And so the creation of the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had completed creating his masterpiece. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. So God blessed the seventh day and made it sacred, because on it he paused to rest from all his work of creation. Rest. What a great way to live that the Father was showing us here. This is before the law of Sabbath, but a simple demonstration of a life lived well. Create, admire, celebrate, and rest. Can you do that now? Rest. Take a deep breath. And release. Again. Rest. The question is, can we take our rest with us? In the book of Hebrews, rest is something we enter into through belief in what Jesus has done. It's not a Sunday. It's a person. Jesus is our rest. Jesus calls himself the Lord of the Sabbath and tells us it was created for us, not the other way around. You were not created so the laws could be fulfilled no, the laws were created so that you could be made and kept whole. It's a position shift, a profound perspective shift. The shift 
happens when we refuse to believe that God created us to fit into awkward lives like a hand-me-down pair of shoes that we will grow into. The shift comes when we believe that God is good, He's in a good mood, and well, He likes us. He doesn't just love us, but He likes us. Imagine that. Trusting that Jesus fulfilled the laws for us doesn't create animal lifestyles of craving seekers. It puts a solid foundation of life under our feet. God's intentionality leads us through our day and into rest. Not rest for Sunday, not rest in our death, but rest in our life. Rest for our lives. It's a provision that Jesus brought from heaven and gave us to eat and nourish our souls with today. Maybe this year is a year of rest for you. You might do many things, but in all those things, can you imagine your trust in Jesus bringing you rest? The goodness of God and His intentionality can allow us to see things we couldn't see even to rest in uncertain or scary situations. I remember the first time I saw the Father's face. All I could think of was that I wasn't supposed to live through seeing it. I was so shocked that I had seen it and lived. I was scared. The Bible says in multiple places that we die if we look on the face of God. It was such a mystery for me, for years afterwards, I wasn't able to understand. It was rest that brought me to a peaceful understanding of what Jesus had accomplished on the cross. According to Colossians, I, we, were co-crucified with him up there on that cross on that day, together. Yes, all those years ago. Jesus took humanity as a whole along for the ride. We died there. So that is how we can see his face now. Jesus provided full access to the Father's face. He put the strength in us to be both the priest that could stand in his presence and the kings that could carry it out with us and build cities around it. As you begin this powerful year, look now into his face. It's okay to feel fear. I do, every time I look. But look and push into your fear. It's there for good reason. Don't be surprised if you find something still alive that shouldn't be. Here is the place to let it go. Die anything you find that won't allow you to look straight into his face and die so that you can fully live his face is a great resource for this very thing alignment let your father's face kill off anything that it needs to and look into his face declare with me I trust the provision of God for my life I receive Christ rest. 
I will live from my father's face this year. His wraparound presence will be my constant companion. I've heard so many slogans and ideas shared from secular and sacred minds alike that this year is a year of vision, 2020. And I pray that through this death and resurrection in the face of God, your eyes would be truly open to see the goodness of God all year this year. And bless you. May you prosper and feel the rest of God giving you a foundation to stand on that brings you great strength, great strength to stand and stand in his love. Let's close today by asking Father God to show us what he is doing today. Ask him, Father, what is today about? Personalize this. If you know you're facing a difficult challenge of some sort today, ask him about that specifically. Ask what he would do. Find the peace. Release and bless anyone you may be holding resentment towards. Make sure it's real, and God's help will become real. We're not built to live on our own finite supply. We need His. We need all that Jesus paid for. Today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news is He is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek Him and find Him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You will begin to live there. What is your father doing today? What is he saying? Find out. Write it down giving your thoughts a chance to get grounded as you're writing them out. This is it. This is how Jesus lived. He did what he saw his father doing. He said what he heard the father saying. I pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy Hope and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth. In Jesus' name. To learn more about us, visit our website at biblesforall.com where you will be able to buy a book and give a Bible. Our vision is that every man, woman, and child can have access to a Bible in their own language. 
we have adopted a sustainable business model to help achieve this. Visit Bibles for All today to learn more about how you can fill your bookshelf with the very best in Christian literature, while at the same time filling the world with the Word of God. You can also learn about our Book of the Month Club, where you would get a book and give a Bible each month. Find out more at BiblesForAll.com today. On our next episode, we're continuing to adventure through the story of creation. We'd also like to ask you to help us out by posting a rating or review today. Podcasts these days survive off of ratings and reviews. We'd love for more people to hear these. And so if you like what you're hearing, then please give us a rating. Or even better, give us a full review. Click the link below in the description to join our growing community online.